We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Kansas City Chiefs have selected Trent McDuffie, the cornerback out of Washington. What's up, everybody? This is Ken Swanson. I'm hanging out at Kingdom Bar and Grill with my buddies Matt Lane, Craig Stout. We are reacting to the Chiefs' first pick in the 2022 NFL Draft. They traded up from 29, gave up 121 and pick 94 to move up ahead of, uh, we'll talk about that in a second, ahead of uh, some teams to acquire uh, the Washington cornerback. And just want to get some initial thoughts from you guys. Uh, it's, it's, it's surprising. This is a surprising move by the Kansas City Chiefs. You, I think we all assumed that they would be trading up for an edge. Uh, yeah. th- they have not traded up for an edge. They went up and grabbed a cornerback that they must have really liked because they, they gave up some draft capital to do it. Yeah, okay, so looking at Trent McDuffie, right, he's a smaller cornerback, right? That it's never gonna you're never gonna see size listed as a strength. It's not gonna be length or anything like that. But he's a gamer. He's a good football player. He's tough. He's physical. He's willing to hit. He's maybe the smartest cornerback in this entire class, according to everyone that's interviewed him. Like this value at the pick, at just raw pick value at 21 is good. There's just so many physical limitation questions that do have to come up. You trade three picks for a guy that's going to be an outlier if he works out. Now, here's the thing. We want to talk about outliers. Let's lay it down right here. This is the first cornerback since 2010 with under 30-inch arms taken in the first round of the NFL draft. Over a decade. first one ever. So you look at that and you're like, wow, you are really expecting that to hit. He is still a tier two CBAT player despite the short arms, despite the length. That means he is a good athletic tester. Runs a 4-4-4-40. He's got a 38-inch vertical. He's got explosion. He's got speed. You can still trust him to carry on an island a little bit. He is going to be a problem at the catch point in that regard. But everything else about him, the intelligence, the athleticism, it's all there. The only question about Trent McDuffie was his length. This is a guy that everybody expected to go in the top 15. I think a lot of people expected to go in the top 15. A lot of national mocks expected him to go in the top 15 because of his football IQ. It wasn't his length. If his arms were over 30 and a half inches, do you think he goes in the top 15? Oh, absolutely. I think he's top 11 or 12. If they were and if they were 31 inches, to, oh, to, oh, definitely yeah, top, top 10. Yeah, top yeah right, 10. right? So yeah. like that's your that's your concern. It's not even the height, it's not the weight, it's no. not the build. It's, it's quite the simply the arm length. 
and I get it. I get the concern, but I don't know. The more this kind of gets away, it's not the most hype pick to trade three picks for. Like, I get it. This wasn't a guy on the Chiefs fans' radar. Right. It wasn't an idea that we all thought. None of us thought Trent McDuffie was coming. But the more I think about it, I do like this pick. I, I like it. I think Trent McDuffie's a really good football player. I'm trying to get off of my preconceived notions of what I want them to do mm-hmm. and thought they would do and <laughs> go back to what I thought of as a player when I watched him. I freaking love Trent McDuffie, so why am I going to be upset that they took him at pick 21? Right. Well, hey, look, Trent McDuffie was the 16th rated, rated player in the KCSN draft guide. It is, you know, we, we hear Brett Veach talking about, you know, they had 16 to 18 first well, round picks. First rounder. I'm betting that they just traded for a first round player on their board. When Brett Veach talks later to, later tonight, we're probably going to hear that he was one of the first, oh, he was a first round player on their board. So we had him pretty high in the draft guide. And like we talked about, he's like, you know, Bayron Murphy. We call him Bayron Murphy around here. It's Byron Murphy out of Washington, another Washington corner. We know that Chiefs liked him a few years ago. We know that they liked him back in the day. Byron Murphy, same, very similar players, but the athletic profile of Trent oh. McDuffie is significantly better than what Byron Murphy put out. So that's that's what's interesting to me. So and I went back and checked. I have Trent McDuffie as my cornerback four. He's just after Derek Stingley, Andrew Booth, Sauce Gardner. Then it's Trent McDuffie that comes up next. I have him on my horizontal, my personal horizontal board, a first round pick. I mean, what? Okay. Why are you it? disappointed? I'm not. I <laughs> said I'm be. not. I know. I, said, no, I explained why I was disappointed. He was a guy that none of us planned on being for the Chiefs, and we all ruled him out because Brett Beach hates corners. Maybe not. And because he's got short arms. That doesn't fit a Steve Spagnuolo profile. I guess at the end of the day, they said, heck with it. He's a really good football player, and they went and got the best oh, guy left on their board. We get to kill some narratives here. Guess what? Brett Beach cares about cornerback. Officially, he cares about the cornerback hey! position. Hooray! <laughs> Second of all, wait, wait, hold on. Do we think Steve Spagnuolo pinned him into a locker and said, oh, "Hey, go man. get me a cornerback"? Okay, I'll tell you what. Do you think that? Do you get think that Steve Spagnuolo would have pinned him in a locker for that cornerback with the arm length? That's the problem. Now the intelligence. Yes, you want to know why? I got you, Tyron Matthew. Oh, fair enough. Fair Done. Enough. Uh, no, no, I agree with that. It, it, because the football IQ is so high. It is so high. We, we've seen time and time again these Washington cornerbacks come out of the draft. And we, I know, you don't draft the helmet, you draft the player, but holy hell. They're well coached. They are, they are well coached. They are coming out and ready to go from the NFL draft perspective. We got some jokes. McDuffie to safety. <laughs> no, no, it's, I, I know, it's, it's more just about the valuation of the cornerback, I think. He, but he might. There's he a might, chance he might. he might. And if he does, he'll play in the slot, which is cool. Oh, he yeah. might play in the slot. He might play outside. He's going to play 80% of the snaps in the slot. Fine. Who cares? He'll play it's going to be great. Legereus Sneed can play listen, on the outside. We all like Legereus Sneed. Legereus Sneed's no longer cornerback one on this team. From day one, Trent McDuffie's cornerback one. Mm-hmm. Best cornerback on the team. You trade, okay, so... We, we, I think we all generally like the McDuffie pick. Yes. We like what he brings. We've talked about how it could lead to some altercations to the scheme. What do we think about the trade-up, though? How well, do we feel? I want to talk about that a little bit. I'll just tell you guys the valuation. So the Chiefs did give up pick 29, pick 94, and pick 121 to move up. Uh, they gave up uh, a little bit of a surplus. They gave up a little bit of a value. They gave up uh, roughly the value of pick 174 extra on top of that. So they they gave an extra, a little extra over 
uh, what the uh, Rich Hill trade, heart, uh, trade chart, which is what we tend to subscribe to here at, at KC Sports Network. We don't like the Jimmy Johnson one. Uh, the Rich Hill trade chart kind of accounts for the Jimmy Johnson trade chart based on, but also based on historical actual trades that teams right. have made. So um, they gave up a little bit above the value of the 21st pick. Um, it's not too bad. I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind it all that much. I know you were really hoping to kind of sneak in and get a uh, a surplus or, or get some value there, but they they gave up extra to go inquire someone who probably was a first round player on their board. Yeah, and that's the that's the bonus, right? Like, yes, you overpaid a little bit, but when you're drafting a guy, that's that's where you have value, right? We're talking about. Trent McDuffie is, you know, we're assuming that he has to be in Brett Beach's first round players. We're only a couple picks outside of that range. He found the guy that was falling a little bit. He went up and got him. I'm okay with a little bit of a surplus. I would have probably preferred not to throw that surplus out right where they did. Were the, was the Patriots, did you have to go to 21? Could you have let Green Bay? Could you have let Buffalo? Like, where was the limit, right? They obviously felt different. They felt they had to go to 21. I just look at the teams. I wonder if they had to go that high up, and that's something we'll never know. I mean, was Green Bay in love with Trent McDuffie? I mean, it's highly possible. I mean, he's a yeah. smart player that would fit right in with their defense. I mean, it would make some sense for Green Bay to acquire Trent McDuffie. And, you know, when you're making these moves, you know, it's not like you look at the board and you go, oh, you know, I want to trade to pick 21, but I don't want that value. So I'm just going to wait. No, it takes two to tango. You got to have two parties that are willing to do it. They obviously found one of the Patriots. I, listen, it's a good player. It's your CB1. Your defense got better. The focus is no longer on we're going to clog the middle of the field with safeties and pray that our cornerbacks can hang on on the outside. This is now giving you a shot to play a guy a little bit on an island. He might be matchup specific. We'll see with those with that arm length. But a really good player that's going to be ridiculously smart and play really well within even Steve Spagnuolo's scheme, whoever's scheme going forward, it just... It's going to be a really good player for the Chiefs for a long time. He's going to start immediately and play 80% to 100% of the snaps for the next four years, five years. It's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, like I said, this is just, you had to just draw back. You had to step back from those notions of leading through the entire day. We're watching guys like Jermaine Johnson or Carl Loft this fall, seeing wide receivers go off the board. We're seeing teams get value trading up. So you start to set expectations mm -hmm. all through the day. Just because Trent McDuffie wasn't in my expectations at all. I didn't think he was a great fit for the Chiefs just based on what they've normally done. So I removed myself from him. So there might have been some initial disappointment, but now that you sit back and go back, I agree with everything Craig said. He's a he's a good football player. He's gonna go out there. He's gonna he should be your corner one through your entire first contract, through your second contract, and it should just keep going. Like he should be that good for that long. Well, this is why I love doing this right after the pick. <laughs> I genuinely, I love getting this reaction right after the pick because you see some of the emotional processing that you're yep. kind of dealing with. The expectations were a little bit different for us coming into this, kind of anticipating maybe a little bit of an edge uh, position. Maybe cornerback was obviously a very high position, but you kind of thought that the Chiefs were probably going to adjust edge position a little bit earlier than they did and maybe prioritize that first of anything. But you look at Trent McDuffie, he's a, they got a great football player. They do. They really did. And I mean, if we're talking athletic Bayron Murphy. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, man. Okay, no, let, let's put it this way. Me, as someone who geeks out about defensive schematics, Maddie, as someone who geeks out about defense, Ken does too, but less Not so. as much as not you. As, not as much as we do, but I am more excited about what sort of coverages they're going to run, the sorts of things that they're going to do with Trent McDuffie on the field. He opens things up in what Spagnuolo can do a little bit. He opens things up in some of the schematics. Like, Trent McDuffie and the drafting of him has opened up a whole bunch of content on the KCSN Daily Newsletter. I promise you, film reviews, things like that, like schematically, things are going to be different for Spagnuolo in the secondary. And that's saying something because he's pretty exotic with his coverages. Where do you think that... So if we're looking at this this way, where do you think the scheme changes might come in, right? Where do you think the Chiefs might go? Do you think this means more man? Do you think this means more zone? What do you anticipate seeing out of this? I think you, you get both. I think that you get the ability to play both yeah. and having a guy that's competent on the outside and having a guy that not only can play both, but also processes it very quickly, very, very quickly. We've seen Spagnolo wants to run more to read, wants to run more quarters, wants to more run more things where there's more zone match, man match coverages, be able to switch things around, be able to siphon guys through some of their coverage guys. LeJerry Sneed's been capable of doing it. Tyron Matthews been capable of doing it. Now Tyron Matthews gone. It allows another guy in the secondary that can do some of those things and you can trust him to play at a high level. Plus, he's gonna be able to lead the room. Washington Corners, he's a good guy from that regard. He's going to be able to come in, help lead the room with Justin Reed, and be able to you know, pick up on things immediately. So, uh, yeah. And you get some guys to grow together. Like, that's big. Justin Reed, Trent McDuffie come in together at the same time. They get to start learning together, running whatever schemes are going to be changed, everything in the back end. Legereus needs still young. You should anticipate keeping him. You got a lot of young guys out there in that secondary right now. It's like, that's a good place. The Chiefs, Craig and I have talked about it. I don't know if Ken agrees. Build through coverage. It doesn't always have to be built through pass rush. You can build through coverage. I wouldn't have said that. There, there might be, there might have been a run on corners here, and the, like the, the Chiefs might have been. I mean, I think the Chiefs were anticipating a run on corners, 
especially with the corners falling off the board a little bit early, maybe they feel a bit more comfortable about maybe trying to get value at the pass rush later in the, dra in the draft, and we'll obviously talk about that later as the Chiefs make their next pick. But, I mean, as we're talking here, Kyrie Elam falls off the board, and... And Buffalo traded up for him. So, like, like I mean, they, the run on corners is starting. Yeah. Teams are being very intentional about making sure they secure the cornerback position. And so the Chiefs went out and made sure that they got the best of the rest. Yeah, I don't and, hate it. No, I, I feel mean, good. McDuffie makes a lot of sense for Buffalo because at Washington, he played a lot of zone. Mm -hmm. They play a lot of zone. You put him across from Tredavious White. If oh, that man. was something they were interested in, he makes a ton of sense to them. I don't hate the concept of jumping in front of them. And maybe that was the thing. Maybe that's why they had to overpay compared to everybody else. Maybe there was multiple people wanting that Patriots pick. That's entirely possible. Yeah. Maybe multiple teams wanted the Patriots pick, and that's why they essentially had the worst trade up so far. Now, this is also a trend for Brett Veach. He constantly loses the trade value compared to other people when he that's trades okay. up. That is a thing of his. But if you stop Buffalo from getting the better corner, and don't get me wrong, Trent McDuffie's a lot better than any corner that the Buffalo Bills are going to be able to draft at some oh, point time this draft. If they go that route, he's the guy. Yeah, absolutely. It, it just makes all the sense in the world from that regard. And obviously, Buffalo's not going to be able to trade up in New England, so it's the logical spot. It really is the logical spot. So the Chiefs may have had to overpay from that regard. Let's talk a little bit about cons. We talk about pros. Let's talk about cons. Are they basically all arm length? Like, I mean, do, do we boil it down to this man just doesn't have long arms, so there's going to be guys like your Cortland Suttons that are going to be able to, or your Mike Williamses, that are going to be a matchup disadvantage for him because of that. Now, he's got the 38-inch vertical, so he can obviously go up and contend a little bit better at the catch point, but is that the major con for Trent McDuffie within Steve Spagnuolo's scheme? So I think the ball production is pretty lacking, right? He doesn't have a lot of ball production. And even when you do find it, it's usually breaking downhill on the ball or okay. keeping his eyes on the quarterback. So it's out of zone, right? So like that is something you do got to contend with. Here's a corner that doesn't have a ton of experience playing the ball over his shoulder, working on the vertical route tree. Like there's a lot of that there. That said, when those are your weaknesses, like that, that's all I'm dealing with. I got a pretty good player. It's just a matter of who's going to be the team willing to bite. And I'm not I'm not upset that the Chiefs are the team that we're willing to bite. Um, not at all. And, you know, we talk a little bit about, like, Steve Spagnuolo. His historical preferences are, you know, some arm length. You know, he likes some length and size to his cornerbacks. But think about some of the guys that have played for him a lot recently. I mean, Rashad Fenton. Now, Rashad Fenton one, one of the smaller guys. Mike, Mike Hughes. Hughes. Smaller guy. So you're guy. seeing him being willing to take some of these smaller corners, and he's got case studies on smaller corners playing up and holding on the outside for him. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to say Mike Hughes played well, but he's at least been willing to bend from maybe some of those preferences on the outside. And so... I mean, a lot of corners that they've had in the past have been guys that have been a little bit shorter. Outside of Charvarius Ward, who they got, you know, I mean, it's really been a lot of guys a little on the I mean, DeAndre side. Baker was plenty long. Yeah. I mean, they, they've, they've tried to acquire some longer corners in the time period, but <clears throat> look who's played, though. It, right. Yeah, the guys well, that have played, played. I mean, it's – I'm for it. I really am for <laughs> it. It's just – Trent McDuffie is going to be an outlier. If he is good at the NFL level, he is going to be an outlier because of his arm length. Yeah. Sub-30-inch arms have not gone high in the draft. They've never gone to round one until right 
now. Right, and that's I mean that's what you're battling. You're you're betting on you hitting the uh, you know the the rare part. You're betting on hitting the anomaly than betting the odds, right? And like that that's the hard part. That is the hard part to swallow, especially when you consider how much they traded up, right? Like I get it. I get the pushback and the fact that you are betting on hitting the one guy that works out at this level rather than betting on the odds of what traditionally works out. I get being concerned about that. I think as a fan, you should have some skepticism over that exact sure. fact. But at the end of the day, at some point in time, you know, we like to watch film. We like to be football guys. Watch the film. Trust the tape. Watch Draft the tape. good football players. Absolutely. You know, like that's what this is. And I, I'm okay with betting on him being the exception to the rule. I just wish they could have done it at 29 and not had to give up the most so far in a trade-up. I'm going to say that they had no chance of getting him at 29. I would agree. Probably they not. knew with confidence that they weren't going to get him at 29. Yeah. Uh, and so that's what that's why they're sitting in this situation. I don't feel that too bad because like I think we're going to look back in the totality of this draft. We're going to feel good about what they gave up. And we're gonna look. We're gonna feel good about where they're at after three rounds. Yeah, we'll feel really good about this football team. I, I, I'm feeling good. This is a good start. You got a blue. You got a potential blue chip player. Yeah, you have a potential blue chip player. There's only one metric that really doesn't stick. Like that's that's that one sticking point. But everything else, there's a lot to like about the player. Yeah. Okay, let's do this before we get out of here. Let's give a grade. Okay. Let's give a grade. Let's give a grade. On McDuffie, let's try and exclude the trade part of it. Let's just uh, the player exclude itself, the trade. Exclude the trade if okay. you can. If you can divorce yourself from the trade there, okay. because I think they were going to have to pay that. Just period. I think they were going to have to okay. pay that to jump in front, get in front of Buffalo here. What is your grade on the Chiefs selecting Trent McDuffie? Without without including the trade at all, we'll get we'll give it an A minus, a pretty low A minus though. Without the trade, just because I like the player, yeah. good player, good value. I am a little concerned. You guys know me. I don't like to bet on anomalies, especially when it comes to the NFL draft. I want to play the odds. He's a huge outlier. If it works out, that's what stops it from being higher because I think the value is really there. But he's a good player. I love this type of player. These guys know this is my oh, yeah. favorite type no, of player. No, no, it is. Hey, it he is. doesn't talk enough smack, but he's feisty. Oh, we'll he's, he's, feisty he's got quick feet Come and on. he'll hit somebody. No, this no, is my see, kind of guy. Here's the funny part. That's an A minus. Maddie doesn't give out A minuses very often. So, it, like, we're underselling. When I grade stuff, an average pick, if it was perfect value, average across the board for the pick, it's a C. Like, so an A minus is a good grade. I don't, my average grade isn't a B plus like ESPN. Right. No, no, my average grade's a C. So, like, this is a very good pick without including the trade. It does drop to me. You know what I said? I understand. It drops to a B plus for me. I understand. With the trade value. Okay. Okay. Uh, I did real quick before I give my grade. Maddie, would you have moved up to pick 16 for Trey, for Trey McDuffie? Would you have felt, felt okay if the Chiefs had given up 203, uh, 203, uh, sorry, 29.94 and 121 for Trey McDuffie at pick 16? Did you just say the same picks? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just curious. Well, I mean, yeah, it would be better if they traded up farther. I mean, I'm just curious. Value. I'm just curious. But it's value, right? Yeah. I just, you know, I, I have some thoughts. Maybe we'll save it for a different show. I give it an A minus as well. Actually, you know what? I'll give it an A. I think the Chiefs got a potential for a blue chip player. guy. I know. I'll, I'll give it an A. I'm being. I'm feeling good today. I love. I love the pick. I think football character, physical, athletic profile outside of the arm length, outstanding. The Chiefs finally addressed to the cornerback position. I think. It's a good move. I like it. And I'm excited to see what the Chiefs do with the rest of this draft. Solid A for me. Brett Veach drafted a cornerback. It happened. <laughs> Look, 
Brett Veach had him draft the cornerback. He acknowledged the position and drafted one until he moves Trent McDuffie to safety. Trent McDuffie is a cornerback. <laughs> hey, he hadn't spent more than $3 million per year on a quarterback, and he hadn't drafted a quarterback or a cornerback before mid-round four, before today. Correct. And today, he uses three picks. Do we count all three picks as cornerbacks now? Yes, let's do it. In the trade-up. Okay. Uh, for Trent McDuffie, the first pick for the Chiefs, a cornerback for Steve Spagnuolo's defense. Can't wait to see our first look at him. Make sure you're checking everything out on KCSN. We will have plenty of coverage on the KCSN Substack on this channel. Make sure you're hitting the like, subscribe buttons. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.